I'm the Aussie. Hello. Hello. Sorry, it went blank there. I did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can hear me? Yeah, I got you back. Alright. We all good? Yes. Alright. I'll try that again then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Aussie. And I'm the Pop. And you are listening to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Delete! They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 24. My name is Tom Van Zant. I am your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% D-Rock Derek Mitris. Thank you for being my friend, y'all. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! Here comes the money! money. And of course, <laughs> the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money! Senior Bo, D-Rock, I knew you'd come! What's going on, boys? Not much, Bo, you? Ah, uh, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, I hope, well... By the time this it is was. out, it's the end of the week, but when we're recording this, it's Memorial Day, and we hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. What'd you guys do for your Memorial Day weekend? Anything fun? How about you, Derek? I worked a lot of hours, but then I went to see Aquanet live at Sunny's Place in Summers, Connecticut. And for those who don't know, what is Aquanet? It's a 80s hair metal tribute band. They sing Iron Maiden and... They did some Skid Row, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard. They did Rush. They did everything. It was awesome. Don't they have a female singer now? They do. It was, she was really good. She rocked out. Nice. Did they do any Pat Benatar or anything cool like that? Joan no, Jett? they didn't Joan do Jett. Pat Benatar. I want to say they did. They do Vixen? They did when I saw them. Yeah, well, they have different sets all the time, but right. I don't I don't think they did any Vixen or Pat Benatar this time. How about Joan Jett? Lita. No, no Joan Jett. Lita Ford? Nope. Scandal? Hmm. No. Jeez. I think, you know, now that you're saying that, I mean, it was, it was a long set. We were there for like over three hours. So they might have oh, done, wow. uh, Vic, they might have done Lita Ford. I didn't catch everything. And they, they took two breaks too, like two half hour intermissions. So you're an 80s rock band and you have a female lead singer and you don't do any Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, Scandal, or. Well, those are, they're really not hair bands, Tom. Well, still, you could, Pat Benatar rocks out. You, she's got some rocking songs. You could do a uh, Joan Jett. Come on, dude. I hate well, myself just for one, loving one night. You. They might, they might do those, but it was a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. I had a great time. I met Tom's favorite listener, our friend Sean, who called Tom. Oh, I didn't tell you that, did I? What? What this guy was telling me about our show? Oh, was this the guy you were talking about on Aussie and the Palm? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you did tell me on Aussie and the Palm show, but no, you never told the Knotheads on our show what this oh. fine fellow said about me. Yeah, I can't believe uh, they can I get didn't the full story if they listen to the Aussie and the Palm episode where we guessed it. <laughs> yeah, but... he's he's one of our number one nutheads. 
and he listens to our show every week. He even has some of the guys at work listen to our show. He just hates and the host. Yes, yes, mm. because all time does is talk about his old podcast. So Which is says, not true, not true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said, sorry, I'm like, I have to like read his text here. <laughs> he said, Tom is a whiny bitch. He always talks about that stupid old podcast. And then he said, Tom is a huge crybaby and an arrogant prick. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... Uh... Your opinion, man. <laughs> you you added the arrogant <laughs> prick part. No, I mean, he said that. Really? Yes. Oh, but he's he's obviously referring to when the mafia member called me an arrogant prick. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because so. he said that in a separate text, but it was right after he called you a huge crybaby. But he did say that he was glad the last episode you didn't talk about your previous podcast at all. Well, that's because we were talking about Star Wars. Yes, probably. It doesn't matter what you think! And just for the record, not that I feel I have to defend myself because this is my podcast and I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want to on it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. And if you want to talk about what you want to talk about, then start your own goddamn podcast. But I digress. The reason I talk about So Wizard so much, for those who may not know, is because I would say 80% of our listeners are former So Wizard listeners. And then the other 20% are J Money's fans. So, I have friends and fans, too, like this guy. <laughs> okay, so anyways, <laughs> all right, sorry. So 1% are Derek's friends and fans. The point is that I was on So Wizard for over two years, and everything that I learned about podcasting, all the do's and don'ts, all the techniques of editing that make this show sound so fucking good, all of that was learned from So Wizard. It's kind of like being in a marriage for 20 years and then getting a divorce, but never talking about your former relationship with the new person you're with. I mean, it's called conversation. None of this is scripted. I talk off the top of my head. So yes, if it comes into my mind, if something that happens on this show reminds me of something that happened on that show, I'm not going to not talk about it. I'm never going to edit myself. You will always get the truth from me, my friends. Whiny bitch or not. That's me. That's how it is. And again, if you don't like it, fast forward when I'm talking. I don't know what to tell you. So you were on that show for 20 years? I was on that show for over two years, 118 oh. episodes in a row. Thank you very much. So it should like- be like kind of, so it's kind of like dating a girl for two years, but it wasn't really that important, so you don't really talk about them ever. But So Wizard was important because it was how I got my start in podcasting. If it wasn't for So Wizard, I wouldn't be doing this show. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how to podcast. I wouldn't, you know. Well, me and Jay Money would be doing a podcast. Well, why didn't you do one all those years without me? Well, because we wanted to do it with you. Oh. But if you never had done it before, I'm sure by this time, me and Jay Money would have had one by now. Yeah, you would have probably figured it out. Yeah, it would have been the Mitra's connection. Right. (laughs) But see, we got to avoid all of, like, if you listen to those early episodes of, sorry to mention it, So Wizard, (laughs) <laughs> some of them are pretty bad well the production like the microphone well that's what stuff. i mean yeah so yeah. we were able to eliminate all of that learning curve true because i already knew what worked and what didn't and i've perfected the sound dropping and i've perfected the theme song hits and people wonder why it takes so long to editing i might as well get into this now because i intended to discuss it at some point because it bothers me because other podcasts don't take the time to do this and it drives me fucking crazy edit and well they might edit a little bit but not to my standards see my standard of editing is 
When I listen to a podcast, it drives me nuts when every other word out of the person's mouth is um or uh or you know or like, like this and you know that and um, uh. Because it drives me nuts, I don't want to sound like that. I don't want you guys to sound like that. I don't want our podcast to sound like that. So I actually take the time. I listen to the entire recording. I go through, and anytime there happens to be a little vocal flub like that, I snip it out. And I also take out all the pauses in the conversation so it flows, and there aren't any long, uncomfortable silences. I clean up the audio. I take out the background noise with noise reduction thing that's on Audacity. I level it all so that all the sound is pretty much the same. You don't have, like, me talking really loud and then Derek talking really soft. It takes time to do well, it. That drives me crazy when exactly. you listen to other podcasts. Exactly, because oh then you have to adjust your volume, and who wants to fucking do that? It's like when you call me and I have to put my volume all the way down because you're so loud. Well, I just it's my voice. I have a naturally booming voice. Anyway, so... I'm not always going to catch everyone, so don't be nitpicking and say, oh, I heard you say, oh, once. Yes, occasionally one will get by me, but trust me, I go through the thing, and I trim out all the fat, so to speak, and I make it an enjoyable listen for you guys, for all the Not Nation, because I know what I want to listen to, and I want those standards to be there for you. So I take the time, and I do all of that, and that's one of the reasons I used to get so pissed off at Joey when he would give me shit for how long it would take me to get so wizard edited and get it back to him to drop. Well, the reason it took so long is because A, I have a full-time job, B, I have a family with children, and C, I didn't just cut off the front and the back, throw on the music, and say, done. I actually took the time to go through it and clean it up and make it sound good and make it sound professional and like something you would want to listen to. <sighs> Boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. To stick up for Derek, Tom, I think that most of the podcasts he listens to are like real professional ones. Chris Jericho's or Stone Cold's. Right, where they actually have a staff that yeah, they pay to right. edit and everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think Derek's listened to as many uh, amateur ones as you and I do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. I, Mostly I'll like you, real professional ones, though, right? No, not necessarily. I could tell you right now what other ones I listen to other than than like the guys in the Mafia, some of the ones in the Mafia. But I, I listened to that one I recommended a few months ago, the Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. an okay. awesome one. Last podcast on the left, which Lego Sean actually recommended to me. And Amazing Spider Talk, a Spider-Man podcast. Ooh, I'm going to check that one out. It's it's really good. Yep. Do they suck the balls of the new Spider-Man storyline? Uh, no, not a fan they of that. they just pick out other good storylines over the last couple of years, and and obviously over all of Spider-Man history. But it's really good. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Amazing Spider Talk, it's called. Yep. But uh, now that you do say that, the Steve Austin show is a good podcast. But Steve Austin breathes heavy during that show all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And that's annoying. <laughs> like, that's something somebody should take the time to either make him aware of so he consciously doesn't do it. Like, when I'm not talking, I actually mute myself. I mute my mic while you guys are talking because, A, I don't want to talk over you, and, B, I don't want background noise while you're trying to say whatever it is you're trying to say. It's called common courtesy and professional. Right. And, I mean, let's face it. The content of this podcast is not professional. We go on wild, crazy tangents and talk about really, what's the word I'm looking for? Not politically correct? I mean, well, yeah, but I don't want to use that word. I want to use a different oh, word. Oh, okay. Let's, Taboo? 
yeah, okay, taboo is a good word. A lot of taboo topics. We just we let our freak flags fly. We don't really edit ourselves in terms of what we say and what the content of the show is. But I do think we should edit ourselves when it comes down to the quality and how it sounds to the listener out there. I would appreciate it as a listener, and I'm sure the listener would appreciate it. Like, maybe one day I'll just drop an episode without editing it at all, and then everyone can see the difference and see what I'm talking about. And maybe then they'll understand why it's important that we take the time to do this. See, I won't ever do that, though, because it would drive me nuts to do that. I can't possibly do that. I couldn't allow myself to let something substandard out there with my name on it. It just won't happen. Good. So I'm sorry, folks. You're going to get the highest possible quality, not another nerdy podcast you can get. Well, I tell you every week, Tom, what an awesome job you do. You, Jay Money, always let me know how much you appreciate the work I put into it, and I let you know how much I appreciate doing this podcast with you and with Derek. You say I talk about So Wizard. I've had more fun doing this show with you two in the last four or five months than I did in a very long time with So Wizard. And that's not a slam on my co-hosts at So Wizard. I just like the fact that we don't focus on nerd news per se. It doesn't matter if we even talk about nerd news. Like We might talk about it, but it's not the focus of the show. The focus of the show is us just talking as friends, and then if news comes up, we discuss it. And then it usually goes on a wild tangent. Right. I didn't like the structured nature. Why do you need to have a structured nerd news set up for a podcast anyway? There's 500 million podcasts that talk about nerd stuff and then 500 million websites that talk about nerd stuff. Right. So that's why I'm saying it's a lot more fun to do it this way. And I, I'm not saying I didn't have fun doing So Wizard. I did. I would be lying if I said I didn't enjoy my time there. But this podcast is a different animal, and I think it's good. I like it. I like the way we're headed. I like our direction. I love it. Amen. It's not for everyone, but they don't have to listen. It's free. So, you know, you can li you can choose to listen or not. Download it anyway, though. Even if you don't want to listen to it, download it. It'll bump our numbers. We like that. No, you're not <laughs> leave, her, leave her a five-star review on, on fucking iTunes. Yeah, that's the main thing. Give us a, Go to Podknife. and Actually, that's a perfect time for J-Money to drop some social media presence. So enough of my ranting and tangent. Sean, I'm sorry you think I'm a whiny bitch. Maybe he'll come to Derek's next wrestling party. If he does, then you have to bring him a Princess Leia Lego minifigure, because that's the only one he said he needs for his collection. I might have a duplicate Leia I can give him. Well, but he said he doesn't want your negativity all over it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really not that negative of a person if I come off that way on the podcast. Like I said, if something's on my mind, I'm going to vent about it. Typically, I'm happy-go-lucky all week, and then things just bother me, and I vent about it to you guys on the podcast. So, yeah, I guess I do seem negative, but I'm really not a negative person in real life. Anyone who knows me knows would tell you that. You'll be negative tomorrow, tomorrow when I return R5D4 for gas money. Why? <laughs> I need gas money. Come on, Tom. No, don't do that. I'll get you the money tomorrow. Don't do that. That's <laughs> that's. Derek finally found me an R5D4 money. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I guess that was his way of dropping that news. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I don't think we talked about that. We didn't. I don't know why you... I never saw anything You revealed... You, the big reveal was... No, we didn't. ...by saying you were going to return it. <laughs> it was kind of like a backwards reveal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so let's go backwards, then. Why don't you tell everyone how how you came about this R5-D4 for me that you're not going to give me... <laughs> remember, a, that, uh, remember that episode of Seinfeld where the beginning was really the end and it went backwards the whole episode? <laughs> 
remember Pulp yeah. Fiction when it jumped around and it told you the ending of the movie? Before, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how this story is. So this is like Pulp Fiction. This is uh, yeah. another and not. At the end of the episode. It's, a, it's another not we'll, podcast nerdy. That's what this is. Yeah. At the end of the episode, you'll learn how they make the R5D4s at the factory. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like a Mr. Rogers how to make video. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, it's not that exciting of a story at all. All of a sudden, all the GameStops starting getting them again. So Yeah, they're not nearly as rare. It. No. <laughs> they had three on the shelf, and I grabbed one for Tom instead of just taking a picture and sending it to him. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. And I even I even found something else, and I texted Dr. Bill to see if he needed it, a, a Funko Pop figure, a Winter Soldier Target-exclusive Funko Pop with the arm chopped off, but he said he had already had it. So, Well, that was nice of you. Do me a favor, though. If you're going to return anything, return the rock candy figures you got for my daughter if you need gas. Oh, now you don't want them? Over the R5-D4? No. I would rather you return those and get your gas money and keep the R5-D4. It didn't cost that much. I'm just kidding. I don't need gas money. All right. I'll just Uber if I need gas money. (laughs) There you go. But you have to, but you use gas when you Uber, so doesn't it cancel it out? No, because you make more money than the gas you spent. Okay. There you go. And I finally did register my new whip. With Uber, so I can ride around picking up weird random people. Yeah, be Uber. careful. <laughs> be careful. You never know who's getting into your car. Yeah, one dude wanted to hop in the front seat. I'm like, yo, man, back seat. Yeah, that ain't all right. <laughs> that ain't all right. He's going to reach over and grab your leg while you're <laughs> driving down the highway. going to grab your schlong. Trying to give you a tip kind of a different sort. I think that's the guy who was telling me how he had like four DOIs, and he was just like, the man's trying to stick it to me and all this stuff. And yes. I'm like, hey, man. It was the man who made you drink past the legal limit four different times, you moron. I have no sympathy for drunk drivers. My aunt was killed by one, so fuck that guy. Yeah, because well, that's four that he got caught. You know, there's 400 yeah, more that exactly. Caught. All the times he didn't get caught that he drove drunk and almost killed somebody. Asshole. Fuck that guy. I agree. Tell him to sit in the back seat. That's it. Sit in the trunk. That's usually what you're supposed to do. Right. Well, anyway, if you would keep that R5-D4. I was actually supposed to stop by the dealership and give you the money today, but I'll get into why I couldn't do that after J-Money gives us some social media presence. Can I tell you one more funny Uber story? Can it wait after J-Money's social media presence? I'm afraid if he doesn't drop it now, I'll forget to have him do it. <laughs> yeah, but I thought this is like a backwards we're already, episode. We're already 20, we're already 20 minutes into the show, so let, let him do some social media presence real quick. Well, Tom, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash not podcast one. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at not podcast one. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Podknife. Leave us a five star review. We are on YouTube and we are also on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website where you can stream full episodes of our Tom, of our show. Of your Tom, huh? <laughs> I was already thinking ahead of after I had said that I was going to go Tom. <laughs> go ahead, drop a bow. Bow. You are so money and you don't even know it. And you are so money. Thank you for that, Jay Money. That pod knife is pretty cool. I I enjoy that. It's funny because you can say anything on there. <laughs> you don't have to oh, worry. Yeah. Unlike iTunes, which I think iTunes, if you were to leave like a wacky review, iTunes would probably flag it. But oh, they definitely edit yeah, everything. Yeah, they edit shit. But Podknife, you can just say what you want. It's pretty fun. I've left some funny reviews for other podcasts in the mafia. That's it's, cool. Yeah, it's fun. So they edited Hackmaster's review of us? No, no, they let that stand. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He still thinks we suck. 
<laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, special shout out and thank you to Cowboy. Cowboy Rich for appearing on our very special 40th anniversary episode of It's Not Another Nerdy Podcast last week. Thank you, Rich. Yama, 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 yama. Got a lot of good feedback, positive feedback for Rich. Yes. Thank you, Rich. And he enjoyed the hell out of himself, so he'll be on again. We'll have him back. Hopefully by then he knows what the mafia is. Well, yes. Well, we schooled him. We taught him. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Actually, I think I jumped the gun. I mentioned that we had four new members, and I think we only have two new members because two of them, I don't think, have been told they're members yet. If you can believe that. Oh, really? There seems to be some confusion, and apparently I'm the one who's confused, yes. We mentioned Aussie and the Palm, of course. They are, yep. now, they are now in. And a podcast from New York City. They are from New York City, Derek. Dinner and a podcast. Those guys are great. Oh, cool. Yep, really enjoyed their show. I listened to their, they did a Chris Cornell 90s music tribute episode last week, and it was very enjoyable. The one thing that would drive me crazy, though, I could never be on that podcast, they're all about background noise because they actually record it while they're eating in a restaurant. So you can hear, (laughs) it's really cool. I mean, it's a cool concept, and I do enjoy the aspect of it, but because I'm a perfectionist with the sound and noise, like I get pissed when Derek's just chewing in the background. I mean, you can hear waiters dropping dishes and silverware and shit in the background of their podcast, and people come up while they're talking and refill their water glass and interrupt the show. That would drive me fucking crazy. Really? You know what that, that reminds me awesome. you know of? It is pretty awesome. Derek will know. There's a show on the WWE Network called Table for Three. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I, I know that show. Oh, that's what that kind of reminds me of. Mm. That's the podcast that it was suggested Derek fill in for guest host, right? Yes. Because yeah, he likes to eat while he eats podcasts, so it works out perfectly. Yeah. You Do fit. I have to go meet him in New York City, though? Probably, yeah. Or can I can I just go to another restaurant in, near my area and then Skype yeah, with him? There you go. That's what you should do. <laughs> that would be fucking. I'll just hilarious. go next time. Jay Money and Doctor Bill go to go to uh, Applebee's. Perfect. <laughs> I'll see the Palm's favorite American restaurant. <laughs> hey, there's never anyone there, so it's true. You have plenty of room right at the bar. Just put your whole laptop and everything. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to those guys. But I also mentioned that. There was a podcast called Nerdify and a podcast called Nerds Chatting that were joining. Apparently, they were voted in by the other Mafia members, but either someone hasn't told them yet or they haven't accepted the invite yet because they haven't joined the group chat and none of them are retweeting. So we may only have two additional members, which bums me out because that means we're not a nerdy dozen like I thought we were. Now we're a nerdy 11, which just does not work. That doesn't sound right. No. No. So hopefully Nerdify and Nerds Chatting are made aware of their acceptance into the Mafia. And more importantly, they accept that invite and we can finally be official. Shout out to Fans on Patrol. They were good enough to shout out the new Mafia members this week. I haven't listened to any of the other Mafia podcasts this week yet, so I'm not sure who else acknowledged it. But Fans on Patrol's on board and, of course... Montego was the one who touted the Nerdy Dozen along with us, so that's good. He's a fan of that idea, and their show's really good. You want to talk about production quality. Now, this is what I'm talking about, people. You want to hear a podcast that takes the time to really give you a show and make it an entertaining experience. Fans on Patrol, that's it. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly using all professional equipment. Oh, Montego 
pulled out all the stops. I don't know where yeah, he I... finds time to to do all this because he does all. I think he does all the artwork and stuff to promote. He does everything, so I'm not sure. His wife must love the hell out of him because there's no way my wife would let me do all that. He's... I like fans on patrol. I just listened yeah. to the one a couple weeks ago when they interviewed Kevin Con- uh, Con- Conway. Conroy. Conroy. I'm trying to blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> brain fart. Uh, the voice of uh, animated Batman. Yeah, kind of uh, like when they uh, went to their, the, 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 I don't know. I forget which convention they went to, but that was that was a really good episode. Well, they go wasn't to all, in, all different conventions. In, wasn't it in Ohio? Yeah, they're is from there. They're in Cleveland. Yep. Yeah, that's where the con was that they went. To. Oh, okay. Yep. Because they were on uh, Instagram just putting up pictures like crazy. They're at panels. They're meeting people left and right. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, shout out to Fans on Patrol. Shout out to Open All Powers, Cult 45, Geek Yogurt Podcast, Superhero Speak, Nerdtastic 4, So Wizard Podcast, Dork of All Trades, and, of course, our newest additions, Dinner in a Podcast, and Aussie in the Palm. Hashtag Nerdy Dozen, even though technically we're not. <laughs> So, yeah, the Mafia, they're a lot of fun. A lot of good shows in there. So check them out if you haven't already. Did you guys listen to Aussie in the Palm and hear the story about Dave's big snake yet? No, <laughs> I, 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 I missed it. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, it's it's very good. You should check that one out. <laughs> it's a riot. <laughs> but anyway. tell me what happened. Oh, we can't do We don't that. want to give it away. We want our listeners to check out their show. Yeah. You got to listen to Aussie yeah. in the Palm. Dave and his big snake. That's all I'm going to say. Afghani <laughs> Dave. Our favorite host of Aussie in the Palm had quite an altercation with a snake. So He's on their show a lot more now, isn't he? He's the best. Yeah, he used to do the news. Now he's in full segments. They're smart. They saw the yeah. talent. They listened to everybody told them how great he was, and finally they're listening. They, are finally, yeah. they know what's good for them finally. I think it was when he had his own Afghani Day fan club Twitter handle that they really thought. That really thought had- that put him over. Yeah, that put him over the edge. Yeah, now they yep. mark now they mark out to him. Yep. <laughs> I love how much it drives Nate crazy that he's so popular. Like, oh my god. It's basically my favorite thing ever. It's the best. <laughs> it is the best. Oh shit. Well, anyways, Derek, what's your Uber story? Tell it finish telling your Uber story. Oh, it's just because everyone always asks me, Oh, you must have crazy Uber stories. And the only kind of weird story I had one time is I was toying, of course, on my day off, like I always do on Thursdays. And I turn on Uber when I jump on the highway in between toy stores. And I get to this person's house and it says, Matt. So I stop at the house and I'm waiting there for five minutes. Ten minutes goes by, nothing. And you send a notification on your phone when you get to the destination that you've arrived or whatever. And they get notifications too. And so I call them through the app and this girl picks up and she's like, um, Hello? And I'm like, yeah, this is D-Rock, the Uber driver. You actually refer <laughs> to yourself as D-Rock when you Uber? Yeah, why not? That's pretty amazing. I think that's that's my Uber name, too. I think that's perfect. So they see my, they see my picture, so when you call a Uber driver, if he looks like a creep, then you don't click on that person. So you have to have a, you know, a, a picture of yourself, and then you put your name in. So I call, and the girl picks up, and obviously it said Matt when I went there, so I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> she's like uh, hello I'm like yeah this is d-rock the uber driver and i go is matt there and she goes they'll be out in a few minutes and i'm like okay <laughs> and i'm like okay so now there's two people which is kind of creepy because i never picked up more than one person before <laughs> matt what? is a duo okay 
<laughs> so it's like, what's what's going on in, in the house there? Is there like big drug deal going on or do they just like beat someone up and they're, and they're coming out to take off with, with me in the car? Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. And then it was just these two like punk kids who came out and who just needed a ride home. And that was it. And that was all sex. I thought it would have been a lot more dramatic and funny than it was. But. So it was like a, a three threesome booty call and they were done with the girls. So they came out. Yama, 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 yama. It could have been that too. Yeah, it was really weird. I That's don't know. what I'll imagine it is. And Jay Money and I can't. I couldn't it. ask them. I don't know them, so I couldn't say, "Oh, hey, what happened?" Well, what were they <laughs> discussing when they got into your car? Nothing. They told me to roll the window up or something. And whatever, whoever I pick up, I try to pick the most opposite music of what I think they'll like. So if it's like some old dude that I pick up, I'll I'll put like dragon force or do on or something in, in the radio just something like really funny does he start then, rocking out <laughs> <laughs> if like if i pick up a, a girl or something which has happened once or twice i'll, I'll put on like like kids bop or something <laughs> 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 just something to try to get him to to say something or or to, to laugh but <laughs> no one ever does no uh, why don't you be play, like why don't you play our podcast what's wrong with you because when you when you do the Uber, the only app that works with Uber is Pandora. Okay. And they can they can go on their app and control the music of what you're listening to while they're in the car. Really? Yep, but no one no one ever does. I don't or I don't even think they, they know they can do that. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you give them a business card at least? Of course. I give oh, okay. them my work business card and the podcast business card. Nice. Okay, cool. The one time that I did take an Uber myself, I gave the driver a couple business cards. So it's mm-hmm. possible we have Uber people listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Welcome. No, the guy that I had my Uber from liked the Facebook page, so I know he's listening. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank How'd you. How did you know it was him? I saw his picture. Oh, okay. We got a new like because it was the same guy's name. I knew the guy's name. Well, thank so you, I, I... random Uber driver. We appreciate your support. And random Uber passengers, please leave D-Rock a five-star review on Uber. Thank you. All right. Well, that story was certainly worth going back to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're always asking me for Uber stories. No, you're right. But why don't you wait and tell one when you actually have one? That'd be good. That would be my suggestion to you. Like someone vomits in the car or pisses themselves. Or they fuck in your backseat. Like something crazy <laughs> like that. That's what I want. Those are the kind of stories I'm looking for. Thank you. I guess a booty call wasn't booty call story wasn't enticing enough for Tom. Well, I mean, if that's in fact what it was, but I don't know. It could have been. All right. All right. Cool. What else is going on? What else do we want to talk about? What What else happened on Memorial Day weekend? Jay Money, how'd you spend your Memorial Day weekend? Well, I went to a family picnic on Sunday, and then on Monday, Memorial Day, I worked all day. So. Hmm. I didn't hear about this family picnic. I'm in your family. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I guess that's, you didn't get the invite. That's like people getting married and not inviting inviting them to your wedding. One cool thing is that <laughs> I got uh, the At Street Fighter Two game. I had gotten the uh, Street Fighter Two game for the Switch last week, and me and my brother-in-law were fighting it out right out on the deck, which was cool. Nice. So that was fun. Did you milk cows with your family? Uh, with my niece, I did. Uh, with my brother-in-law, I played Street Fighter 2. Sounds like how Iron Mike's celebrated his Memorial Day weekend. Milking cows with the family. <laughs> Not virtually, though, really. Really, yeah, true cows. 
But I brought a cow right up to the to deck, and they all went out with milk there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all farmers, so that's right. Well, you know, they right. they're on the deck, and they're like, "Boy, we would <laughs> like to make some white Russians. We sure do like a white Russian." Well, we don't have any milk. Bring the cow up. <laughs> Betsy. Betsy. Bring up Bessie. We're going to milk Bessie and make some white Russians right here, right now. Yeehaw. Someone call Cowboy Rich. <laughs> Iron Mike's family is not a family of farmers, just to let you know. I know, but it's fun. To I know this for a fact. It's fun to imagine, isn't it? Isn't it yes. fun to use your imagination? <laughs> Yeah, that's what you should do with my fucking Uber story, but you're just poo-pooing over it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. He's all hurt. All right. So, not Nation, I encourage you to use your imagination when you listen. Go back and re-listen to Derek's Uber story. You won't ever get that five minutes of your life back, but try, re-listen to it, and use your imagination, and imagine that it's a better story than it actually was when he told it. I don't get invited to family gatherings. People yes. don't like my stories. That's I don't right. get invited to Tom's wedding. All right, enough about the wedding. Fuck. That's a sore subject. <laughs> For who, you? Yes. <laughs> I can assure you, if it was up to me, you would have been there. And that's all I'm going to say. If, if I came your way, I could have helped you fix your plumbing, too. <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing that up. Jesus Christ. So get, getting on to how I spent my Memorial Day weekend. So Saturday, I had a wedding. I DJ'd a wedding, and I got to tell you, I've been doing this for 15 years. 50? 15. Oh. oh. And in in the 15 years that I have been DJing, I have never seen what I saw on Saturday. I'm not going to say the name of the place because I'm not into disparaging other professionals. Right. But the place that made the wedding cake really fucked up. Bad. What they do? Put a wrong name on it? Oh no! They first of all, what wedding cake has names on it? They don't put the names on the wedding cake. <laughs> this a isn't birthday. a birthday. It's like cake. a birthday party, right? Jeez, you're it's acting. Not, like, it's not Gracie's birthday. You're acting like you're never going to get married. You don't know that you don't write names on the wedding cake. You don't? Oh my god! <laughs> well, no one invites me to weddings. So how you, would I know do this? you plan on putting Carly's name on your wedding cake? Oh, I might. All right. Well, you'd be the first. Are you going to use the, the little colored gel frosting that comes in the tubes? Because <laughs> that would be real appropriate. Uh, anyway, Yeah, I'm going to put a, a Golden Girls pop figure and like <laughs> Snake Eyes G.I. Joe figure on top of it. Nice. Perfect. I like it. Do that. So anyway, the cake wasn't there. Everyone was there. I was set up and ready to go. The wedding cake is not there. So the stepfather of the bride started making phone calls. He called the place, and they're like, Are you sure you ordered it from us? That's never a good sign. Oh, no. That's not a good sign. He's like, Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure I ordered it from you. Hold, please. They put him on hold for 40 minutes. (laughs) So, finally, he hung up because I had to introduce them into the room, right? No, wait. Yeah, you got it. You no, got to keep the thing moving. I had to, well, not introduce them into the room, but the ceremony was going, they had to come in and do the ceremony. So so he had to hang up because, you know, they he had to walk her down the aisle. It was time to do the ceremony. They were going to get married. He, he could have put it on speakerphone. He could have and left it in his pocket, but that probably yeah. would And then they would have answered right in the middle of the vows. <laughs> Hello, sir. I do. We found your cake. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> so, so what ends up I happening? Don't. Listen, so this is what happens. The ceremony is done. Cocktail hour is going. All of a sudden, this van comes flying onto the property, and I'm like, oh, this has got to be the guy with the cake. He... I thought you were going to say comes flying into the property. <laughs> no. no, but you would have, by the state of the cake, you would have thought that he had. So he comes <laughs> flying up, stops the van just in front of the building, gets oh. out. Now, <laughs> this isn't funny. This is somebody's special day and their wedding cake. So I feel really bad about this. But this situation, you can't make this shit up. So the guy has the cake, okay? It looks like the cake fell over, rolled around in his fucking van, and then he took it with his hands and put it back together tier by tier. And when he did, he didn't line up the flowers. So it's all one tier's crooked with the flowers on the left. One tier's got the flowers on the right. The next tier doesn't even have any fucking flowers because they obviously fell off when the cake rolled. <laughs> so so he, he puts it back together. Now, he tries to tell the parents of the bride that it was the cake designer's fault. And in his 14 years of doing this, he had never seen a cake come out like this, and he can't believe that the cake designer actually, they, they must be new, and he can't believe they let the cake go out like this. You look in the back of his van, I can't make this shit up, I can't. There are containers of store-bought Pillsbury cake frosting. No. Opened. <laughs> and there's like a knife with cake frosting on it. So they just whipped a cake together. So the dude obviously dropped the fuck. I can't. You can't make it up. You can't. He dropped the fucking cake. He didn't secure the cake properly en route, and it fell over in his van. And then he stopped the fucking store. This is why it was forty-five minutes late getting there. He stopped right. at the fucking store, bought store-bought fucking generic cake frosting, and tried to fix the areas where the cake frosting fell off by himself. Oh. And he's saying it was the cake designer and that he didn't do this. Right, right. So the most telltale sign that he's lying and that he tried to fucking refrost this thing himself <laughs> isn't the fact that he had open frosting containers in the back of his, his van. It's that he, he had a smudge of cake frosting on his nose that he didn't know about. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I'm not lying to you. He's sitting there talking to the parents of the bride and I. And right to our faces, lying. And he's got a smudge of white cake frosting across the bridge of his fucking nose that he's unaware of. He doesn't even know it's there. And we're all staring at it. And as he's lying and saying that the cake did not fall over, that it was the designer of the cake who let it go out this badly. I mean, Derek, you should have seen this fucking... I actually have pictures of it, but it's someone else's wedding cake, so I'm not going to post them publicly. But I'll right. send I'll send them to you guys to show you. When you see this fucking cake, I mean, this is ridiculous. And then he goes, but don't worry. I'm going to try to get you guys a full refund. Oh, no, try. motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no. You are definitely going to get them a full fucking refund. So, or you're going to pay for the cake yourself. I mean, what the fuck? Come on, dude. Was, was, was the bride crying? No, she didn't. That was the cool thing. She didn't really care because she had actually made a groom cake for her husband. And so they ended up cutting and eating that. And her groom cake was came out ten times better than their fucking cake that they probably paid six hundred bucks for. Did that one have their names on it? <laughs> no, but it did have a little toy dirt bike because her husband likes <laughs> to ride dirt bike. Yeah, so she made oh, like a dirt congratulations bike. Congratulations on it or something? No, no, it did not. 
Anyway, should have stopped at Big Y and got a cake. That guy. He would have been in better shape doing that than trying to fix the fuck up that he made with that cake. You could have just bought three different size circular cakes from Big Y and, and stacked, stacked them on top of each other. You're right. You're right. And, and then, it would look better. Than and that. then just had Big y, and for free, Big Y would have wrote their names on it for him. Because <laughs> they do that. If you pay for the cake, they write your names on it. Did he buy a knife at the store? Or did he already have that? I, in the, in I the couldn't truck? tell you. I just couldn't get over the fact that he left it within view. Like, if you're going to do that shit, at least hide the evidence, dude. And then wipe your face so we don't see that you have cake frosting <laughs> smeared on your face because you were obviously trying to fucking fix the cake that you dropped. We should look up this guy's big Y card number so we can see <laughs> what he bought from the store. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you guys the venue where he came from, and we can we could always go say hi to him sometime. What a what a moron! What, what a, a shit show! What a complete idiot! Oh my god! I mean, and Tom, at my store, we'll have people bring in their own cakes and ask, "Can you write on this for me?" Really? <laughs> yeah. They, or they'll buy. They have bought it somewhere else. Do they do like, it? Can you write on it for me? Will they do it? Usually they. Yeah, usually they do. See, that's because Big Wise awesome. Because if you don't, you're just gonna have them bitch and go to the store manager, and the store manager is gonna do it and give them a coin, you know, gold right. coin. Exactly. So just give them the 10 cents worth of frosting and send them on their way. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was what happened at that wedding. Other than that, the wedding was great, and congratulations to them. So that was my Saturday. Then Sunday was wicked shitty out, overcast and miserable, but I grilled anyway. You didn't tell me you were grilling? Well, I just grilled with the family. We didn't have like, day? We didn't have like... Memorial Day bash? Yeah, nothing like that. It was just simple. It was my wife, my kids, and I, and I got my rack of ribs, though. I was pretty happy and barbecued those bad boys up. I need a smoker, though. That's what I've realized. I have a nice grill, but I need a smoker because that's the way you got to properly prepare ribs. Otherwise, yeah. you just don't get that fall-off-the-bone smoky flavor. But You can get, a, one, you can get a grill that has, like, a smoker attached to it. Well, I already have a grill. I'm not going to buy another grill. I just buy a oh, separate smoker. Right, right. That grill's only, like, two years old. It's You could sell it to Derek. True. Well, maybe I'll buy a grill with a smoker, and then we could we could share it. <laughs> you, uh, you could have it every other weekend. No, you could just invite us over to your house for barbecues. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, bring that the ice. I'll bring the ice and the gay ice man. <laughs> so, so that was Sunday, and then today on Memorial Day itself, I was supposed to go meet up with Derek because he has some things for me, and I was gonna give him the money for that. But unfortunately, my kitchen sink and my bathtub both decided at the same time that they wanted to back up and clog. So I spent the better part of my day off today getting covered in God knows what. Underneath the kitchen sink, dismantling all the pipes, and I went to Home Depot and bought one of those auger fucking snake things. Got in there, pulled out what looked like a drowned cat. I don't know how hair got into the kitchen sink, but that's what it looked like to me. Damn! It was disgusting. Did you, find, did you find any Legos in there? No, no, and no money either. I was hoping I'd find, you know, like the previous owner had like stashed rolls of cash in there or something, nothing like that. Do you I, think uh, your wife was washing her hair in the sink? Because girls do that like when they dye their hair. I don't know, man, but I'll They'll tell you, that. it was pretty nasty, and I... It was all I could do not to vomit. I was gagging pretty ferociously for a while there. And then the bathtub was a little trickier because I had to go down in the basement and open the trap underneath the tub, and that was a mess. 
And I finally got that cleared out as well. But by the time that was all said and done, see, the worst part about it isn't taking it apart. It's having to put it all back together again and then clean up the mess afterwards. That's the worst fucking part about that. Because all I wanted to do was jump in the shower and clean off because I felt like a walking germ at that point. Like I felt like I was contaminated with God knows what. Now I understand why plumbers and electricians make the money that they make, because they have to do some nasty shit. So, and electricians, of course, you know, I I ain't touching fucking live wires. Fuck that shit. So they can get paid a lot of money to do that and risk their lives. I'm not doing that. At least I'm not going to get killed opening up a plumbing pipe. Well, at least I hope not. You never know if you hit your head on a pipe. True. Or if, like, that trap fell on me in the basement. Right. That could be. Or if a bunch of Legos knocked you out when you were trying to get to the plumbing. Oh, I had to move all kinds of shit to get to it. You wouldn't believe it. That's how I spent my day off today. Fucking, although it was cool. I uncovered a lot of my minifigures. I sent you guys a bunch of the pictures of the minifigures that I found. That was pretty cool. Oh, were those in the basement? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you, oh okay. So you had to move them to get to the pipes. Yep. Yep. Move oh, okay. everything That's around. Cool. I was wondering why you all of a sudden just found all these figures. Yeah. Well, I unearthed my collection while cool. I was moving shit around. So I decided to share i'm like oh i'll show the guys these pictures these are pretty cool and of course i was also i wanted to dig out the four lom lego figures so i could show you the differences because i did on rich's recommendation go out and pick up the lego bounty hunter set this week which is pretty fucking awesome and it had the four lom minifigure but i had purchased a custom one on ebay for like 20 something bucks so I wanted to actually compare the two, and man, that custom one's a piece of shit in comparison, obviously. But I'm realizing I paid way too much for that fucking custom. And now I'm going to eat it, because no one's going to buy the custom, because <laughs> I can't resell it, because now there's an actual legitimate Lego version. So. That's the first one? Yeah. Wow, I even bought that set, Tom, and I don't really ever buy Legos. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah, because it was cheap, and you got the four figures, so yeah. I'm like, I gotta get this. That IG-88's awesome, too. Oh, yeah. You know, pre- now the next- previously he was only available on the Star Destroyer set. They had a Star Destroyer Lego set, which was, I don't even know how much. It was very expensive. But that was the only way you could get the IG-88 before. Now the next con or toy show we go to, we got to get a Zuckus. Yeah, we'll have to find Zuckus. It'll, it'll have to be a custom because Lego hasn't produced a Zuckus yet. But then you'll have the whole set of bounty hunters. Oh, there's those guys at all the cons that have millions of Legos, custom sure. ones. Good deal. All right, so yeah, so that's how we all spent our weekends. Whoopity ding dong do. <laughs> Whoopie fucking do. It was like the worst weather possible for Memorial Day. <laughs> it's it was, it was 56 degrees today in Springfield. I'm like, what uh, yeah. the fuck is going on? This is the end of May, for God's sakes. Yep. Then I hear Russ and Nate talk about their weather over there in Australia and England, and I feel bad for complaining because that sounds awful. Yeah, I know. Well, it's winter in Australia, right? Yeah, and but I mean, 56 degrees to Russ is like 80 degrees to us. Right. Like that, that's a <laughs> summer day to him. He's in, he's in a tank top and shorts in that weather. <laughs> Crazy. Too bad Afghani Dave wasn't here to do your plumbing. He probably could have done it in like five minutes. Yeah, with his, now that he, he's a master snake handler. <laughs> I'm sure plumbing something for him. <laughs> uh, everyone's got to uh, check out that episode. That's totally good. All right. So we got a little bit of time left before we wrap up. Any nerd news worth talking about? We might as well talk a little bit of nerd news. We are not another nerdy podcast. So let's get nerdy for a minute. Derek, you got anything you want to report to Not Nation? No, nothing. 
Yeah, it's been a slow week, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, said the other day you had tons of nerd news to talk about. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there's really not much going on. I mean, yeah, except, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman will be opening this week. So. Right. Yeah, obviously, next week we'll be reviewing that. But I guess it's worth mentioning. Um, condolences go out to Zack Snyder. Apparently, he lost his daughter back in March, and he just left the Justice League production, and Joss Whedon took it over. So. I know that's old news because it happened last week, but we didn't touch on it last week because we were too busy talking all about Star Wars. So we'll mention it this week that that happened and feel really bad for him. That's terrible. Losing a daughter. I'm a father of two daughters and I couldn't imagine that. So condolences to you and hopefully Joss Whedon can fix whatever it is you did to the Justice League. And hopefully it'll be a good movie. And what else, Money? Wasn't there another bit of news worth talking about this week? Oh, they I were... went to the Lego store this week. Yeah, you did. When you were toy hunting? or mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't buy anything expensive, though, even though they did have the Death Star playset for $500 behind the counter on the shelf. Man, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money. That's a hard pill to swallow. I don't know, definitely would not be able to convince the wife that that was a good idea. Not, mm-hmm. not likely. Oh, I got some nerd news. Hit me. So while I was working all weekend... Carly was doing her landscaping magic outside the front house here, and she set up this whole nice area in front of the house, like flowers, and put mulch in. It looked sweet. Well, she tilled the the ground where all the weeds were and dirt and all that crap before you put the mulch on, and she found a Playmobil figure from 1974. Really? In the ground, which is weird because my house was built in 1977. But anyway, so she thought it was one of my toys, so she was all scared when she pulled it out of the ground because she thought she had caught up one of my little Lego figures. <laughs> and I got home, and she showed it to me, and I'm like, oh, awesome, it's a Playmobil figure. And she goes, what's Playmobil? And I'm like, oh, God. So I had to Sit explain down. to her the history of Playmobil and show her pictures on, on the iPad. And I was like, you never had Playmobil when you were little? And she said, no. I said, okay, well, what about... What about little people? Fisher Price little people. And she goes, What's that? Oh and I'm boy. like, What did you play with when you're little? How old is this girl? <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. Come on, Derek. When she was rock born, like Pokemon was still popular. It was already popular. Oh, yes, the but they still make Fisher Price little people to this it's day. The they still make Playmobil to this day. Don't from when before we were born. Rock the cradle of love. Come on. Anyway. Rock the cradle so of love. I pulled up a picture of, love, love. of Fisher Price Little don't People farmhouse. And I'm like, I had this when I was little. You don't remember this? You never had this? The Fisher Price Little People school bus? She's like, no, never heard of it. Never had that. Well, my God, boy. I guess when she was they... little, she just played with cats. <laughs> and Golden Girls. Right. Well, that's creepy. Oh, we got the Golden Girls puzzle this weekend when we went to the Lego store and the mall and everything. We went to Newberry Comics, and she found a, a Golden Girls puzzle. So I'll have, to, I'll have to post that up on the page. Was it the one with Maz Kanata? No, nah, I was hoping it, it was going to be, but it was a, actually an older picture than that. Hmm. Well, not older, but when they were younger. They were never young. <laughs> I know. Younger, I didn't say young. <laughs> you look at those ladies, you're like, yeah, they've always looked like this. Especially when they were famous. Right. Especially the black-haired one, according to J Money. <laughs> Whatever her hair is. So, Tom, I have a subject I want to talk about. Go ahead, hit me. Did you guys hear about how Sony announced a silver and black movie? 
A what? Silver and black. It's going to be Silver Sable and the Black Cat. Oh, boy. Okay. It's going to be set in their other Spider-Man universe, which doesn't have Spider-Man in it. But is that the same universe that's going to have the Tom Hardy Venom? I think so, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. Hmm. But characters confirmed for this movie include the Scorpion, the Tarantula, Jessica Drew, the Spider-Woman, right? Yes. Craven, Tombstone. Those are confirmed characters to be in this movie. So now everyone's in an uproar because they're going to waste all these characters on this silver and black movie, and they won't be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What do you think of this? I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it's all bullshit. I think that they're going to be in the MCU. I think they're going to be in the Tom Holland Spider-Man universe. I think this is all just bullshit and publicity, and none of that is going to come true. You know what a royal clusterfuck that would be if they did that? How do you have a Venom movie without any mention of Spider-Man? Venom exists because of the Spider-Man character. You might as well call that movie Poison instead of Venom and have it be a totally different character. This Silver and Black movie, it has a scriptwriter, it has a director already, so it's going full tail. I'm sure it is, and I'm sure we will get leaks very soon that there are mentions of Spider-Man in this movie. You're not going to have a Spider-Man universe without the character of Spider-Man in it. That makes zero fucking sense. No sense at all. And it would be the biggest debacle and botched effort. And you're spending multi-million dollars to make these movies. Why would you waste them? It doesn't make any sense. I think it's bullshit. I don't believe it. I don't believe for a second these are not going to be within the Spider-Man universe, that they're not going to mention, at least mention Spider-Man, if not have him have a cameo in it. It makes no sense. Will it be the Marvel Spider-Man, though, or are they going to have their own version of Spider-Man? Well, That's what people are confused by. What do you mean, their own version of Spider-Man? They're going to have Tom Holland be Spider-Man. He's the Spider-Man. He's signed on for, like, five movies. Yeah, all right. He's signed, he's signed for a multiple picture deal. So you're not going to not use that actor when you've signed him to all those movies. You'd have to pay him to not be Spider-Man in this other... It, it wouldn't make any sense. None of it would make sense. But it doesn't make sense, but it's happening, and it's going to be a separate universe. The only thing I can gleam about this, and this is me as a writer just thinking. I'm spitballing ideas at the wall here, so mm-hmm. I'm not telling you I know anything. But if it was me, and if I couldn't convince Sony to let all these characters exist within the MCU, and they were hell-bent on having a separate universe, then the way I would resolve Infinity War, because the Infinity Gauntlet would have the ability to create an alternate reality or at least a, a rift into space and time to create like a portal to another reality, I would have Spider-Man, Tom Holland from the MCU get sucked through a rift that the Infinity Gauntlet created and then he gets deposited into Sony's stupid-ass universe that doesn't exist with the MCU. That would be how I would explain that. And that's the only way it would make sense if you're still going to use Tom Holland as your Spider-Man, but not have it be connected to the MCU. That's the only way you could do it. Yeah, Derek? doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't, but it's happening, apparently. It's like having a Fantastic Four movie that doesn't connect to anything else. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, why even care about it? It's like having a Fantastic Four movie that's not about family and a fun cosmic adventure. <laughs> Why would you have a Fantastic Four movie like that? The chameleon's supposed to be in it, too. 
and yeah. Robot Master. I don't know who that is. It sounds it sounds to me like they're setting up the Sinister Six. If you got Chameleon, you got Craven, you got Scorpion, you got all these characters. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But I mean, Vulture's in the Sinister Six, so is he going to go too? I mean, how is this? No, he's not in this movie. No, but I mean, if they're setting up for a Sinister Six and eventually there will be one. I mean, I don't know if Michael Keaton is signed on for multiple role, multiple films, but it would make sense that they would sign him to a multi-film deal if they were going to have him be the vulture, unless they plan right. on killing him off at the end of Homecoming. Either that or he gets captured. So one of those two. But that was my big story for the week. I don't know what Sony's doing. I really don't. I mean, I guess uh, Silver, I mean, Silver Sable, really? She mm-hmm. was never that big of a character. I mean, she's like a really like D-level character in the Spider-Man supporting cast universe. I like Silver Sable. I like her too, but she's not a big player. I mean, Black Cat is. I get why Black Cat would be used. And it's got a female director. Mm-hmm. Silver Sable's a big character. She had the wolf pack for a while. Yeah, come on. I remember she had her own comic with like a yeah, cool... Yeah, and she had her own book. Yeah, yeah with like a Black, foil Black Cat cover. didn't have her own book. Yes, she did. Not a main, not a normal one. Like miniseries she did. I agree with Derek. Silver Sable was big back when I was reading comics. Mm-hmm. I, I have that early. issue that Jay Money's talking about with the foil cover. Oh, yeah, I have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I'm just not a huge fan of the character that it doesn't appeal Of Spider-Man? To no, of Silver Sable. Oh. Not, oh. I'm not a big Silver Sable guy, so. Hmm. All right, well, that's what they're doing. Well, Sony, you're stupid. Silver and Black. I'm going to say, Sony, you're dumb. They own, unfortunately, they own the film rights to all those characters, so it seems like they just want to use them up so Marvel can't use them. Yeah, which is dumb. They should just work with Marvel on all these projects like they're doing with Homecoming. That is what makes the most sense. Right. Because if you're going to use these characters, what are you going to use in the, the standalone you know, Spider-Man Homecoming 2? Who are you going to use? Spot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could finally give green goblin a good he's still a good in the story. he's in the sony movies they still own the rights to uh, norman osborne well i know but maybe i'm saying that maybe they'll let the mcu play with that character and maybe get it right this time mm, maybe i mean sam raimi did okay with it i i enjoyed willem dafoe's version of norman osborne did you and hear was... Matt, madam webb in part two of spider-man oh yeah she's not a villain though really it's not really... Well, they can't because didn't she have Venom and Carnage as like her lackeys? On the cartoon. Yeah, well, yeah, Spider-Man Unlimited, right? No, the uh, Spider-Man 90s show. No, wasn't wasn't that... Remember it was Spider-Man Unlimited? It was Madam Web with Carnage and Venom, and they were in this alternate reality with Spider-Man? Oh, I, I didn't know if she was even in that, that show. She was like the second main character after Spider-Man. No, I didn't watch that I'd... shit. Yeah, I maybe I never watched it. I watched it. It was cool. That was the one that was on MTV? No, it wasn't on MTV. I don't know what it was on. Fox. Oh. Maybe Cartoon Network. I don't remember. Well, maybe it was on... No, it wouldn't have been on Disney Channels before they bought it. All right. Yeah, a lot of of nerdy news to discuss this week. Did you hear how, um, speaking of Spider-Man, how Sam Raimi cut, like, a new, like, uh, edit of Spider-Man 3, like, in Europe? Really? Really? Without all Mm -hmm. the stupid Venom shit? I don't know. I I just read that he did. He was there. He he was a Sam Raimi approved new Blu-ray like edit of Spider-Man three, and that like he did edits on it. Interesting. 
Yeah, I don't know are there any of the details like what he did. But. Well, I know because Spider-Man 3 was the worst of that trilogy, and I know for a fact Sam Raimi was kind of forced into putting Venom into that movie. He did not want to use Venom at all. Venom was not originally part of his plan. And the studio basically said, no, you're putting Venom in this. We want him in this. And that's why Venom <laughs> was dispatched so easily at the end <laughs> with without any real big amazing uh fight sequence because sam raimi resented the fact that he was forced to even write him into the script he didn't he wasn't a big venom fan and didn't want to use the character anyway yeah he, yeah he was forced right he hated mm-hmm. didn't he hate venom yeah he doesn't he's not a fan of the venom character i don't know hates probably a strong word but he wasn't he wasn't ever going to use the venom character and they kind of made him do it so so that'd be interesting yeah. to see if maybe he edited the Venom completely out of it. Yeah, or I'm reading the article it. now. Uh, over the weekend, Amazon made an edit- editor's cut of Spider-Man 3 available to purchase or rent digitally. That's really it interesting. It was an ex- extended edition. Extended, so that means there's more footage. Mm-hmm. Maybe they edited time in. Maybe. <laughs> That's the one movie I'm not in. Well, actually, I'm not in Spider-Man 2 either. Yeah, but they could have took pieces of, you know clips from unused footage of me from the first movie of, yeah from yeah. the first one and, from the and cutting room floor the third one they could have right. apparently they did a, they edited a bunch of stuff out and it's actually a shorter version of the movie there you go they probably edited out a lot of the venom bullshit oh it says the uh the scene when aunt may gave back the engagement ring that got cut out entirely and then you remember the part where peter apologized to his landlord when he's trying to call mj Yes, that that got cut out entirely. The landlord oh, this is his, cool. The landlord and his heroin addict daughter. You remember in the trailer how they showed Spider Man like wearing the the Venom suit? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they edited those scenes back in. Hmm. That's cool. When he was like flying through in the daylight, that's cool. And I guess a bunch of the score for the soundtrack got redone too. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess Amazon had it up this weekend and then they took it down because it's not supposed to come out for another few weeks <laughs> but, is it on there now no oh it's down so so we have to wait a couple weeks june 13th do you, have, do you have amazon prime i have it i can check right now june 13th is when it's supposed to come out all right so i thought that was cool news while we were speaking to spider-man that is yeah, it's coming out on a Spider-Man Trilogy Limited Collector's Edition, Derek. 30 bucks for all three movies on Blu-ray. Oh, I'm getting that. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm buying Definitely. That. It's worth it then just I'm for Spider-Man. To, Tom sign it. It's worth yeah. it just for Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yeah, I'm going to get this. 30 bucks. I have time and Bruce Campbell sign it. There you go. My co-star, Bruce Campbell. Yep. <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? Yes, it does sound crazy, Bruce. Awesome. Well, I think uh, we should probably wrap it up with some recommendations. What do you guys think? You got anything to recommend to Not Nation for this week? Hell yeah. Hit me with it. Derek, you go first. Go ahead, Derek. I will recommend this movie I found on Hulu last week, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. It's directed by Michael Bay, so don't laugh. But it was really good. It's about, it's based on a true story, 2012. They're in Libya, and there was a bunch of hired former U.S. military guys who were helped protect the uh, ambassador who was over there at the time, the U.S. ambassador, and the ambassador uh, gets killed at the beginning of the movie. And they basically help these guys from the ambassador's uh, cabinet to safety. And basically the whole country just tries to invade 
where the embassy was and it's basically it's like a three hour gunfight nice <laughs> it's, it's intense and i know i didn't even know michael bay directed it until the end of it and i'm like oh really that was a michael bay movie that's like better than all the transformer movies put together nice cool what was it called again? totally worth it 13 hours the secret soldiers of benghazi it stars john krasinski from the office oh yeah 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 and the guy who played kim bauer's boyfriend in one or two seasons of 24 chase the guy who played chase yep. yeah cool yep. got his hand cut off chase mm-hmm. yeah cool that's awesome all right is that about- recent or is that old yeah it just came out last year and i don't i think it flopped in the movies and it looked cool because you know i used to be in the army so i like military movies and that i saw it i started watching them. it was it was really intense a lot of bloody scenes in it that's good if you like saving prior ryan you, you'll you'll like this it's you know modern modern version of it kind of all right how about you money what do you want to recommend this week well like i said earlier i got ultra street fighter 2 the final challengers for the switch this is the street fighter 2 that we all knew and loved back on you know the uh, super nintendo days and in the arcade but redone in hd with a couple new characters and online play and you can play it on the Switch, so you can play it anywhere you go. It's awesome. I highly recommend it if you have a Switch. Plus, there's not much else to play on it anyways. How much is that? 40 bucks. Oh, it's not bad. No, and then if you have the Best Buy membership like we do, you get 20% off. Mm-hmm. So, And then I also, another video game thing, Tom, uh, Microsoft came out with a service called the Xbox Game Pass. And what this is, is if you already have Xbox Live Gold, you pay an additional $9.99 a month, and you're going to get access, unlimited access every month to 100 games. Wow. And the games are going to change every month. And all a lot 100 of, games? Yeah, all 100 games are going to change okay. every month. Right now, there's a lot of like older Xbox 360 arcade games, but there are some heavy hitters. All the Bioshocks are on there. Uh, all the Gears of War are on there. Well, not Gears of War 4, but all the Xbox 360 ones. Halo 5 is on there, and like last year's NBA and last year's WWE game are all on there. Lego so Batman. I, Lego Batman is on there. It's, it's, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. So it's going to be $9.99 a month, and you're going to get full access, unlimited to 100 games every month. That's Don't worry, good. Tom. You have to pay $60 a year for Xbox Live anyway to pay $9.99 a month for this. Well, that's why I said if you already have Xbox Live Gold, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just pay funny. For an additional $9.99. Honestly, hey, there's... If I ever had time to play video games, I would totally do this, but it's not worth it to me. It is worth it to you, Tom, because you don't have to buy any games. You just do this. Yeah. Yeah, but then I have to find an hour to play them. I don't even have an hour. In a month? Dude, you'd be surprised how little free time I have. And the free time I do have, I'm either editing the podcast, or excuse me, as my wife would say, editing a fucking podcast. Or I am trying to watch some movies or some TV, catch up on TV. I mean, maybe now that summer's here and my shows are all on hiatus for the summer, then that I don't know. Maybe. See, I'm the opposite of Tom. I'd rather play the games than watch the TV shows. Right. So I'm in the middle. Yeah, you're in the middle. So <laughs> to me, this service is great because there's a lot of games I normally wouldn't want to pay. Even the arcade games, I wouldn't want to pay the 10, 15 bucks for but I always wanted to check out. And so this way I can check them all out and play some games for achievements. So I so think I don't see how they have a hundred different games every month. Well, that's what is, they're saying. Is there that many different games out there from Xbox one and 360? 
think about from Xbox 360, it's had you're going on what 12 years of arcade games. Yeah, I guess. Plus, I can I can run some numbers, but maybe they'll there'll be certain games that they'll keep up. Like maybe they'll always have Halo Five up there. But I would doubt that because don't you think the end game in this is to get you to buy the full part, the full game? If you like it, yeah. Yeah, like if you play uh, Halo 5, which is probably the biggest game on there, and say you play it for a month, and then you're like, oh, no, I, I really want to play multiplayer, but it's not on there this month. Okay, I'll just go and buy the game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like for the bigger games, that's probably the end game that, that they want to charge you at the full price. Or Disney Infinity. Oh, don't even go there, dude. <laughs> Let's throw that in the fucking trash. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, actually. I gotta throw mine in the trash now that you're saying that. Tom. Yeah. Okay, so you know the game Disney Infinity that they came out with? Yeah. A couple years ago. So the last characters. Yeah. So after the one that came out, it would be two years now, they canceled the entire thing, right? Yeah, three point so was the last one to yeah, come out. So they yeah, the Star Wars one. So they had a fire sale on the thing and it was like ten bucks for the kit and like three dollars for the figure so i'm mm-hmm. like you know what i'll finally get into it okay so i i finally I, it was probably a month after i bought it that i had time to go and play i'm like all right i looked at the achievement list i'm like these look really easy i'm gonna spend the afternoon and get the easy achievements half of the achievements are all online so i go on the online servers are shut down you're kidding me <laughs> no so you bought and the it, thing and you couldn't even use the i online. could have if i played it right when i got it that's what <laughs> pissed me off that's lame that's some bullshit. Yeah, so now I, I the, the game's completely useless to me. I can't update it. I can't play online because the whole thing was like online based. So you downloaded, you created levels, and then people downloaded them, and then you downloaded people's created levels. You so know what I'm saying? What happened? It just flopped. Why did they stop doing it? Yeah, it didn't do well, and they just pulled the plug one day. They said, "No, we're done." Wow. But Lego Dimensions seems to do well, and that's pretty similar, isn't it? Yeah, that's the same. The, the toys to life genre is what mm-hmm. they call it. Yeah. Yeah, that's doing well. That's really expensive, too. Yeah. I got to start playing mine, actually. Yeah, play it before the servers go off. Tom, I have Lego Dimensions and I have the Batman movie expansion pack. I haven't even played it yet. Yeah, well, definitely play it. Let us know what you think. All right. My recommendation time. You got it, Tom. I, first, I want to congratulate our very own favorite cosplayer, and sometimes co-host of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, Miss Akita Oaki. Hello, hello. She graduated college. That's cool. So congratulations, Akita. Yeah, congratulations. We are proud, and we now, I'm, I'm excited to say, we finally have a college graduate in the Not Another Nerdy Podcast family. Can we call that delivery place to bring her a cake? I don't know about you two guys, but I didn't graduate college. So... <laughs> I was no. serving our I was serving our country. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. And I was selling toys and comic books. So I had important work to do too. Jay Money was also <laughs> selling comic books. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, my own. Yeah. Congratulations, Akita. I'm very proud of you. And I know you put a lot of work and effort into that and it paid off. So kudos. Good job. And I will recommend that everyone out there goes and sees Wonder Woman, which will be coming out this weekend. And we will be reviewing it on next week's episode, and it will be spoilerific. So make sure you check out Wonder Woman before next week, so you can early early reviews are pretty positive. Yep, it's actually getting very good reviews. So we may be pleasantly surprised with what Warner Brothers has to offer this time around. So did Batman Superman get 
early reviews that weren't that bad? No. I think that was universally panned. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was, yeah. By the time it came out, it was like 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was awful. Yeah. And it still yeah, made over a billion dollars. Worldwide. <laughs> right. Yeah, and how much they spend on the marketing? Nine hundred million. Still made a billion dollars. In other words, people spent a billion dollars to watch that piece of crap. Good point. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully Wonder Woman will be good. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm excited to bring my daughter to see it. So, what is it rated? I think it's PG thirteen. Uh, okay. Two hours and twenty one minutes. That's a long one. Holy moly! Oh well, no, Batman versus Superman was like two forty. True. Because wow. that extended cut was was made it to three hours, didn't right. it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I will be going to see it without my daughter first, so I will be able to determine whether or not it's appropriate for her, and then if it is, I will be taking her to see it because I know she loves Wonder Woman, and this is like the first real big budget female superhero movie, so it's a big deal for her. Pretty excited. Contrary to what Nate from Aussie and the Palm thinks, pretty excited for it and watch Star Wars, too, because 40th anniversary is upon us, and I did rewatch A New Hope, and man, that movie is still good. It holds up. And that's it. That's my recommendation for you guys this week. On behalf of my magic and metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Peace out. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Ka-ching! 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 Can we talk about how I won the trivia contest last week? Good job. I'm the champion. You are the champion. I'm the champ that runs the camp. You are. Good for you. I'm the face that runs this place. (laughs) You're not the United States 92nd knockout champion, huh? No, you're not. That's the UK. No, I'm the US champion. You guys debate about that offline. I'm going to bed. My name is Tom Van Zant. This has been Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 24. Until next week. Bye-bye. 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 Time is a whiny bitch. Fuck you, I'm out.